0: Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlay, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. To get it on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's get to a very special episode of the show.
1: Welcome back to... Episode seventy-one of Water Hockey, and a very special episode seventy-one at that. As you can tell, we are reporting live from Northside Draft House for Game One of the twenty twenty-two Stanley Cup Playoffs between the Dallas Stars and the Calgary Flames, a uh, playoff foe that we are very used to, as we did defeat them in the bubble to go on to the Stanley Cup Final, ultimately losing, but you know how that story went. Uh, before we jump into this week's show, as always, we are part of the Hockey Podcast Network and supported by DraftKings, you know, promo code THBN. you know it, you love it, I say it every episode, people love to hear that, and uh, today's episode, we've got quite a special guest, so let's get into it, we'll catch up with the boys, including today's special guest, uh, because I feel like... His weekend was a little bit more uh, exciting than ours, so uh, Patrick, Patrick, uh, how was your weekend? Uh, We had a great weekend, man. You and I hitting up the Americans game. Unfortunately, Jason wasn't able to make it, but... Neither um, were the Americans.
0: (laughs) Sorry, it was a terrible burn. But I think, man, I'm drawing a blank on what else we did, honestly.
2: I can't...
1: It was a lot East of hockey. Saturday. There was a lot of hockey involved. It was the Americans game on Friday. The uh, star season wrapped up on Friday night as well. That might be a tie-in to uh, the fourth the fourth member of the lot of hockey. Yeah. Night. Man, I'm, I think the the background noise has to be thrown off. I can't think of anything that we fucking did. Well, I feel like it was just all hockey, basically. Yeah, Let's just go yeah, with it was, that. It was all hockey. Yeah. Uh, we're also joined by Jason as always. I don't know if he can hear a word that I'm saying because, again, we are recording live. How was your weekend, Jason?
2: Dude, the weekend was well, great. Uh, the father in law came into town. There you go. There you go.
3: I can hear fine. Ignore that. We're leaving it in.
1: <laughs> we're running off the cuff here. We're like I guess said, we're live from Northside Draft House in Richardson. Good for it.
2: How was your weekend? How was your weekend? All right, y'all. The weekend was good.
1: It's real hot right now.
2: It really is. Weekend was good. Um, The father in law came into town. Saw him for the first time literally in like two and a half years. It was really great. Uh, He got to see his grandkid for the first time in like literally, I mean, two and a half years, man. It's been wild. Um, Yeah, they moved up to North Carolina like right after Max was born. Uh, But, dude, uh, my brother in law cooked some wagyu steaks. Uh, First did them in the sous vide and then. really seared them, like, like Calgary, Calgary Flame seared Uh, them. uh, That was a great time. He's a professional. But yeah, man, the the weekend was great. I'm just, I'm ready to get into this episode, though. So So ready. Before before we, we, what? How was your weekend?
1: My weekend was good, but I have to ask before we talk about my weekend and my friend and my rights weekend, um, I mean... This place is just everything. It's like you could put it all into a bag, but I don't know if we have a bag big enough to wrap everything that we have going on today. Unless you have anyone from Conway and Banks that might be able to help out. The people
2: over at Conway and Banks are great. Uh, Because if you are looking to place that old, moldy bag with a broken zipper, go check out conwayandbanks.com. They make premium quality bags. They're built to last. They keep uh, all your gear together with those removable organizers. Uh, they keep it super duper clean and dry with all that waterproof materials on it and those giant vents. Uh, they come in three different colors and sizes so you'll be sure to find one that you love. And I don't wanna forget my personal favorite feature on there, Yep. The, uh, the built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry from that wet locker room. In Richardson. So, uh, Brad, if you end up listening to this, take care of those locker rooms and, uh, <laughs> and Richardson. And, uh, but, hey, before you do that, go get 10% off your uh, bag at, by using code hockey 10 and uh, get your gear to the rink in style. Style. Style.
1: Style. Uh, my weekend was great. Like Patrick said, we went to the All-Americans game. Unfortunately, their season did end this weekend uh, to the hands of the South uh South South Rapid, South Rapid, uh, Rush. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what this offseason brings, but as always, we will continue to bring awesome interviews from the Americans, uh, players and staff alike. We are really excited to see what we're going to do with them coming up next season. Uh, other than that, my weekend was fantastic. I really just kind of, you know, took life by the horns, and uh, that was pretty much it for me. But I do want to uh, mention our friends over at Sauce Sauce before we kick it over to our fourth uh, member of Water Hockey tonight, um, SauceToss.com, hashtag Baxter Beauties. If you're looking for something to do during the summertime that doesn't exactly involve cornhole but does, check out SauceToss.com. Use code WATA Sauce on SauceToss.com to get 10% off your entire order today. Get yourself set up for the summer and have some For Beauties. So, we usually do a roundabout with everybody on the show, and we have a special guest today. Like I said, uh, you guys—if you follow us on social media—you saw us pump this guy up. Obviously, has had a whirlwind of a weekend, starting off with, uh, you know, just uh, sipping a cup of coffee in the NHL. So, uh, first and foremost, we have Tom Hodges. So I asked Tom, "How was your weekend?" <laughs>
3: Uh, well I would say my uh, my weekend was certainly eventful um, you know it, it bit of a whirlwind to be honest uh, it, it just going from you know not knowing if uh, you're going to have to play to to getting thrown right in there on the defense um, but you know I wouldn't trade my experience for anything in the world
1: so you could say you uh, you had an okay weekend
3: <laughs> yeah I would say I would yeah
1: I would say it was fine Well, I want to say first and foremost, thank you for for taking the time to come out here and uh, hang out with us and and chat about this weekend and and kind of the whirlwind that it's been uh, kind of thrown at you. And and congrats for basically living out a dream that everyone who's ever laid their eyes on the game of hockey, basically as a a child. Um, I do want to ask first and foremost, kind of back to the beginning, because I don't know if a lot of people know you're not actually from – not only Texas, but you're not from America.
3: You grew up in England, right? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, initially, um, I I I was born around London in uh, in a town called Slough, okay. which is the world's most attractive name for a, <laughs> for a town. But then, very quickly, moved to basically the middle of nowhere country in uh, in England and. From the ages of about oh goodness, right, it's going to be difficult to give you exact. It's been a long time, but yeah. maybe seven to twelve. I was um, attending a, a boarding school in England. I, I, I didn't actually board there. I was a day student, but it was a boarding school. Yeah, and, and so was
1: was hockey on the radar you as a Because obviously, growing up, there is... Hockey. I think they have the, uh, the Champions Hockey League
3: now. Uh, we've got a couple. Well, guys so Champions Hockey League. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is like all the champions from across Europe brought into play. But they do. They do have a league of their own. It's like the EIHL, I believe. Oh, kind of like the Premiership and soccer. Yeah, absolutely. So, so did that was that really a thing,
1: like growing up over there, or was it until you got to to Dallas in Texas where you were like, "Oh my God, I love this is this is amazing"?
3: Yeah, I would love to say that I'd been playing since day one, but unfortunately, that would be a big lie. Um, I didn't see, I didn't even see my first hockey game until we we came to visit Texas with the the, the sort of thought of we are gonna be moving here within the next few months. Right. So we were like sort of scoping out the area. We went to Stonebriar Mall of all places. We, do, we don't really have like shopping malls in England. We have right. like shopping centers, but they're they're different. Um, so it was like a cool thing to go see and there just happened like a one in a hundred chance. There happened to be like a youth travel league game on at the time we were there. And for, for someone who'd never, Fallen for any sport ever. I mean, the boarding school I went to was incredibly sports oriented. We went to we went to school six days a week, but the last three hours of every single day were a sport. Okay, yeah. so depending on the season, we played uh, rugby, we played football as in soccer, or we played cricket. Now, cricket was the one that I, I sort of liked the most, okay. but still really didn't have any interest in pursuing it outside of school hours, right. you know? So when uh, when we did come um, and I, I showed some interest um, in, in a sport, I think it was my dad's dream come true. Yeah. Like, I think he'd been miserable for 12 years of me <laughs> avoiding sports, but but yeah, no. Um, I. Uh, it was it wasn't just hey I like this I want to do it it was immediately a, an obsession so we were here for a week seven days and yeah, awesome. was, I, I, I saw the hockey game on probably I think it must have been day one because I, I believe the story is and again it's been such a long time since this happened I don't really remember but that I, I, I went and I skated for the next six days I didn't want to go. Yeah, I didn't want to go see any other part of of Texas. Texas is great, but my interest was uh, my only interest was learning to skate. So when we got back to England, I could take more lessons, and then when we moved back to the U.S., I could start doing little stick around, stick handling uh, hockey. So um, yeah, it's been. It's been an interesting ride for sure. I didn't get started until I was like 12 years old, which is incredibly old compared to some of these kids. Even kids that I coach, I coach like five-year-olds, right? Like, and that's that's not just skating. That's like full-on goaltending, right? So, like, for these days to be. focusing so early is just it, I mean it's just amazing to me right uh, um, and, and some of them some of them are unbelievably good too I've got I've got a seven-year-old that I coach right now that can do, can do basically all the skills in, right. in the bag, right? So that's amazing.
1: It's pretty insane too, especially because, like I told you a little bit before, Jason and I both play beer league. We're get we've got Patrick pads. So we just have to get him on the ice now. But we're all pretty much involved. I gotta, I gotta grab a few more things. Yeah, we'll get we right there on the bus. A cup is definitely on the list. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> It's insane to see these kids go out there and just zip around like they've that's, been doing it their whole life. Yeah, that's an important thing to make sure you have before you start <laughs> yeah. playing. Sure. Uh, so obviously, you know, you come over here, you 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 pick up the sport in essentially a week's time. And you take it back. Uh,
3: what was it like coming back over here? <laughs> when you say pick up a sport, I, don't, I hopefully don't. I I hope you don't mean that I was good at it.
1: (laughs) Honestly, if you put a stick in your hand and you're playing for more than one day in a row, it's like, okay, now I want to do this. This Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay. I understand what you mean. Yeah. So was was there a big transition when you when you came from England to the U.S. and specifically Texas? And and then was it really kind of easy for you to pick up and go and say this is the sport that I'm passionate about?
3: Yeah, I mean we, I think always my my eyes were set on being a goalie. Right. So, but when you when you start learning to play hockey, they don't just throw you in pads and be like go go be a goalie. Yeah. No, you 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 learn to be a player first. So I was I was doing the, the you know the passing, the stick handling, the skating in and out of throws. Right. I'd, to be fair, it probably wasn't what I was truly passionate about, but I, I had this goal in mind that I was going to get good enough at this that one day my parents would give in and be like, "Okay, you can be goalie," because because <laughs> neither of them were particularly keen on the idea. Right. They were like, "Oh, look how much fun everybody's having skating around! Don't you want to do that?" It's like. No, not no. really.
1: You're like, look at that guy over there in the net. Yeah. he looks like he's having way more
3: fun. Well, I mean, I just, I just, it's the gear, man. You look at the gear and you go, that guy's cool. Yes. I, I want to be that guy. So, yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, yeah. So I think, I, to to be fair, I was. It's not just that goaltending was my calling. I was never any good at being a player anyway. I've got, I've got. And still do have just like stick handling hands made of rocks. Um, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's, it's, it's definitely enough. it's definitely that clack 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 yeah. kind of stick handling for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I sort of fell in to what I wanted to do anyway, and I don't know if it's I was no good because it wasn't my true passion or I just wasn't any good. I think it's probably more likely that second one. Yeah.
1: So. Well, you stuck with it. And uh, obviously over this weekend, some pretty phenomenal uh, things kind of fell into place. Um, and, and you were able to suit up, and you got to play, and you got to live out a dream that everyone that watches hockey kind of aspires to. So before we kind of go into what happened Friday, you like you've been involved in the sport here in North Texas for well over a decade, almost two decades now. now. How do you feel the sport has evolved here? Because you still have quite a quite a heavy influence in it, um, even to this day.
3: Sure, I mean it's definitely changed, and I think for the most part it's changed for the better. You know, they the rules have changed a bit. They don't let kids hit quite right. as early now and i think i think that's probably the best thing now that we really understand you know, what, what goes on inside those helmets right. um so you know that's all good and and then you know the equipment i think probably weighs a third of what it did when uh you know when it uh when when i first started playing i know our you know the, the skates i probably first got the first ever pair of goalie skates that were like a little bit of fabric and then like a solid piece of plastic cowling. They they needed like two people to move them. Like you needed you you needed two people to pick them up or you'd throw your back out. And now now everything's like you barely even know it's on, right? Um, so yeah, I mean part part of it is the rules have changed to to make it a little safer. And part of it is the equipment has allowed these kids to be faster. I mean, that you know, they they would have Skated rings around. I think. I think everyone would be okay with me saying is there's skated oh, rings yeah. around the the kids from even fifteen years ago. You know. So and and you know, kids train a lot more now. You know, <laughs> there's there's it's no like such. It's like a, a, it. Like, they
2: want to. Like it, yeah, they wake like up the and they want Instagram, to work out. Like they see I wasn't lifestyle me. Like I, I want to be good. I want to exercise.
3: I've I've got a, a 14 year old young man that I coach right now who I'm convinced will one one day make it to the league properly. Yeah. I'm not, not just not just like me, but um, uh, but he goes. He gets up early in the morning to skate. He then goes to a full day of school where he has athletics and lifts weights he then either goes to like a second lesson or comes to the gym with me and I was like I just think to myself at 14 I could barely make it through a day of school yeah you know what I mean like I barely had enough energy and you can ask any of my teachers uh, none of my homework ever got done because as soon as (laughs) as soon as I got home I went to bed so to see these kids as driven as they are, um, I, it's, it's incredible, and honestly, you know, you, you ask who inspires me, most people would say an NHL goalie. Or, has, that kid, that kid inspires me so much. Like it's, he, he lives lives life the way I wish I could. So I like that. I like that you say that because I actually had that as if the next question was: Is who inspires you? Who's your idol? So yeah, well, I've got you, you know what idol and maybe something different. I'm I'm a big fan of you know Henrik Lundqvist, Terry Price. You know, all the, all, all the amazing goalies I'm big fans of. Like I saw Gibson the other night and he was fan, fanboying for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but people who've had the biggest impact on, on my hockey life, I think is a, is a slightly different question, but if anything, maybe more important. And there's, there's three that really stand out to me. And this isn't to say there aren't lots of others. Right. I, I, I have huge love for almost everybody I've come in contact with. I I very rarely don't like someone in the hockey community. Um, So, yeah, no, but I I think Tom Spear, who was the Allen Americans goalie coach when I was first getting going, uh, he introduced me to the stars and, you know, it's, it's essentially Made me believe a little bit yeah. more in myself. I'm, I'm, I'm not, and I, I, I say this openly. I'm not like a super confident, outgoing guy. I'm still pretty shy, and but I, but when I, I know I've got something to do, I, I'm I'm okay going to do it, even if even if it scares me. Right. Um, so Tom Spear, um, and then the head coach of the Allen Americans, Steve Martinson. Um, I owe everything to that man, you know, yeah. it, he's, he's just given me more, more opportunities than I, I ever deserved. Um, so him, and then, and then this young man who, because he's a minor, I won't say his yeah. age, but it just, his work ethic in, inspires me to keep going. To, to try, yeah. No. And I mean, I, I, go to the gym with him and I'm trying to keep up, but like, <laughs> He's not a bead of sweat and I'm over there absolutely dying, I'm like, I'm, gonna go. like, oh, I'm going to go. Yeah. like, I'm going to pick another I am going. I'm going, I'm going to uh, go take 20 minutes off, you go do something else. Like, it's like uh, sick, I'm going to go hit some stairs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me yeah. know when you wake up, I'll be over here. Yeah, I mean, it, uh,
3: it just consumes like workouts like nobody I've ever My seen. Awesome. Yeah. So,
1: okay. Obviously, Friday was a huge day for you. Um, It was exciting for everyone that's a Stars fan, a Pure Hockey fan. Um,
3: But that morning on Friday... I should state for the record, I worked for Monkey Sports as well. Not just just Pure Hockey. I did work for Pure Hockey, but more recently I've worked for Monkey as well. That place is amazing. If you haven't been there, go check
1: it out. Uh, if you walk in, if you're a goalie at all, it's like, it's like Christmas because there's leg pads all over the walls. But, so,
3: it's that nice little mirror, too. You get to like yeah, you the get
1: the mirror to like, see the pads
3: yeah, on got the they've got the little synthetic ice there. Yeah. You know, I've got a funny story. Like So... When I was working there, nobody had ever told me, hey, this is really just for trying on the pads. We don't want it to be representative of real ice." So one night when I was like the closing manager, I got out the the mop and the synthetic ice lubricant and just like mopped it down. Apparently the next day I was off, but like three customers went like, yeah, and like the boss the boss called me in and was like hey that was never intended to be i was like then why did you have the yeah, stuff why? why is it there <laughs> yeah so um i hope that story doesn't get me that's, in trouble no but no you're that- really good right. <laughs> uh insurance no so, yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah
1: this is the this is the monkey sports up in uh another state another yeah, problem yeah, absolutely. There's another one.
2: Uh,
3: i think that's the first plug we've ever had from right. somebody about us. the record <laughs> The uh, the problem was remedied soon after, so it's uh, it's yeah. back to being good for trying on pads, but, <laughs> the not, but well. not like <laughs> an actual <laughs> ice sheet anymore for for so, liability so, reasons.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so Friday morning, though, and, and some people have probably read this, uh, and, and there's been quite a few articles. But you weren't even supposed to be
3: at the American Airlines Center with the purpose of being the event. No. So. I think most teams have three e bugs the stars have two we did initially have three but we've we've moved to a, a two e-bug system yeah. and um you know the 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 other emergency goalie although I, I should i should state for the record just to be totally transparent it it wasn't decided that morning it was decided a couple a couple days before, oh, before. Okay. That, that kenny uh that kenny couldn't make it he uh you know kenny Kenny has more responsibilities than I do. He's a, a, a dad and a good dad at that. And he was Richard, taking yeah, I mean, familiar with really Kenny, yeah, yeah. yeah. so he was he was taking his daughter to a soccer game. I think so. He just he asked me if I would uh, if I would jump in, and I was like, "Yeah, I've got nothing better to do. <laughs> I might as well." Yeah. So okay. um, I'd love to go watch a hockey game. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I, I guess I could pull that off. I guess I could yeah. pull that off. Well, you know, it's tricky because you know, when you know six months in advance you're going to be at this game, you tend to have whether it be a date or a friend or whatever lined up to go. But when you get the call three days in advance, it can be quite tricky to convince people. I mean, most of my friends are not huge hockey fans. Okay. Um, they're just people I've met at college. <laughs> so you know, on, on last minute, it can be it can, it can be kind of tricky to get yeah. to get somebody to go with. But um, yeah, no, I mean, I would still rather, much rather, be watching my stars play than sitting at home. Right. So yeah, I was, I was more than happy to take, take that game for. It. So, so, do you, knowing that you have that, you
1: know, almost one in a million kind of opportunity in the back of your head, do you have a routine, or is it just like I'm gonna wake up? Uh, it's a, it's a Friday. I'm just gonna get some work done, and I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go hang out at the American Airlines Center.
3: Yeah. So I mean, if if it's a Saturday or Sunday game, I'll I'll absolutely go to the gym and uh, get get some warm ups in and do do this and that. But you know, the thing with emergency goalies is we all work full time jobs. Right. So I mean, I was I was busy. I was doing um, I was basically doing training courses. Yeah all day uh, and then peeled myself out of the uh, the office chair and and straight into my car to go to go to the rink um, uh, so yes if i if i have time absolutely i get myself ready and I'll, I'll do my routines but but as an emergency goalie that's not always possible and you can't you can't just be bringing tennis balls to the american Airlines center right. and throwing them around you might get a you might get a couple weird looks. Couple looks for sure. Yeah, I, I I do remember one of the previous times where I've had to dress but not play. I was running to my car and I got screamed at by security for for running. <laughs> so like, so like, who uh, I am yeah,
2: yeah. I? Yeah, like, yeah.
3: It's important, guys. Um, I promise, I'm running for a reason. Though. Yeah, but no, I. You know what? They're doing their job, Right. So um, so I I appreciate that. But it, it, it's kind of funny when you're like in panic mode and in a rush and then the security guy like sticks his arm out and is like slow it down buddy (laughs) like so yeah
1: listen either i slow it down or the ducks don't have a goalie it's up to you so do you want to say too because you did talk about Steve martinson and uh the goalie coach and obviously the all americans are a very familiar franchise to us as well as most people in north texas that are in the hockey community uh you obviously or you said you you were an e-bug for them as well and, and you actually got an opportunity to go in for a very, very short amount of time. Did that did that ever cross your mind when you were in the locker room, kind of like in in purgatory, so to speak, waiting
3: for the call to, to get the... Uh, uh, are you talking about, did it occur to me on Friday or did it occur to me on that night in Allen? On Friday, did that did that
1: night in Allen, where you basically were in the same situation as the E-Bug, did that come to mind and you
3: went, okay, this is oh. just like an
1: Allen, Let's just do the same thing that happened then, and we're going to make it.
3: It's going to be all right. No, the situations were incredibly different. So in the Allen game, while I had signed a tryout with them initially, I, I, I wasn't as good as their goalies.
0: So, I, you know,
3: I, it, it didn't stick, right? So, yeah. um, so, but if anything, I was assuming I would go in in that time when I was going around traveling with the team, but that never happened. And then just one game, we're here at home, and I think the score was like 7-2, 7-3. Yeah. Uh, I think at the pushing of uh, Tom Spear, yeah. Marty, Marty just sort of nodded at me and told me told me to get ready for the last, again, I'm, I'm fuzzy on the details. It was like two minutes, yeah, one minute, something was pretty was like, oh, short. Hey, time. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... I mean, even in that situation, there, I was nervous, and that was in front of probably two, three thousand people. Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's normal to be nervous, as long as your nerves don't actually stop you from going out and taking advantage of great opportunities. I don't. There's nothing wrong with being nervous, and I'm I'm perfectly open that yeah, I, I was a bag of nerves. But what well, you said, I it did, did, as soon you know, as the
1: ducks came in. And kind of said, or, or when you were told hey, you're going to be playing you kind of went, okay, this is, this is happening,
3: this is I'm, I'm razor focused now Like Yeah, so initially I got in the locker room and it was like any other time I dressed, like it's right. never going to happen, right? And then the Ducks, I don't know if it was a, a trainer or an equipment manager, I, I wasn't paying that much attention, yeah. comes in and goes with the jersey and goes, hey you need to get ready faster and like i was halfway (laughs) through putting my pads on and at that point i had to i had to check my hockey pants i was like okay okay. sure they were still good i got Um, these um but uh yeah so you know that was a very different um sort of concept to be in the back of my mind than hey you've got two minutes to play yeah. What's the worst that can happen in two minutes is very different from what's the worst that can happen in thirty. Right. Now, obviously, I didn't end up playing a full thirty minutes, um, but you know the the perspective is a little different. You know, in that in in that Allen game, I uh, technically took no shots on that. They they whizzed a couple pucks over my shoulders yeah. and, and uh, over the net. Um, so I. I so I like to say I must have been playing big, right? You know, they missed the net, but but so no shots, but you know, a heck of an experience, and up until last night, probably the the best hockey experience of my life. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, no, just just very cool that it was something that they they let me do. It's like I think more of a, like a, a thank you for like. Um, be, being there for, for so long, or although I think I should I should say just for the record, the the other goalie's pad broke. Really? No. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so well. So the rule is, an emergency goalie cannot go into a game unless somebody is hurt or there is a major equipment malfunction. So when I say the other goalie's pad broke. What I mean is, the other goalie's pad broke. Got it.
1: Right. Noted. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: So, Noted. Um,
1: yeah. Well, so obviously you go in, you 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 do a stellar job because, like you and I were chatting before this, that was your first time on the ice
3: in, in two to three months. You said roughly. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I I, I just got to be honest with everybody. Yes. Normally, I'm on the ice two to three times a week. Yeah. But due to just some strange circumstances and some some goalie rotations, I, I wasn't needed for for an extended period there. So, yeah, it, it had been a little while since I had taken the ice. So, that obviously, sitting in the back room and that being in the back of your mind, like, hey, bud, yeah. you, you haven't skated in a little bit. Like, now you're getting ready to go out on the ice uh, in an NHL game. Yeah. That was... You know, nerve wracking. Is, is that
2: something where you try to like go find a drop in or something? Like, do, are, you, are you able to just like
3: go out, like, go yeah. skate in Allen, like, at the community rink? It would, it would potentially be possible. Yeah. um... It's the, yeah, it's, probably. And I, I probably should have done but I was just so used to being needed all the time that not being needed was kind of strange right right so right I, right um, and so my dad did the math the other night he's a he's a big math guy that there since the ebug rule was put into place there's been something like 9,000 games and an ebug had been used until Friday in two of them two times, yep. so it wasn't like it was my primary focus right that Hey, got to be ready for that game. You never Primary. know. You never know. You're absolutely right. You never know. You never know. But, you know, I was busy at work. I just thought, you know. <laughs>
2: yeah. Believe me, man. I, I totally get the uh, <laughs> skipping skipping the skate for work, man. I get it. Well,
3: And it's funny,
1: too, because we kind of chatted a little bit about the former e-bugs, which kind of leads me into the next question. But you look at Scott Foster with the Blackhawks. He was like, I'm going to count my day. He's like, I'm on a nine-pack just going nuts, and now I'm playing Now I'm playing in an NHL game. And then this is something that we ask of, of most of our guests that have any involvement in the sport of hockey. But David Ayers is, is apparently now getting a movie with Disney. I've heard, yes. And, and we don't know who's going to play it. We don't know the details. But if, if Disney comes calling Tom Hodges and says, we want to make a story about this, who would you say plays you? Oh man!
0: Be- before you answer that, you are probably the closest person to ever having that shot that we've had on. Yeah, of,
2: you yeah. know that's that's definitely true.
0: Like of of the people
2: who we've had on, they're most likely going to yeah. write a story about this,
3: a book yeah. of stories for sure. Well,
2: no let, let me Mar- let yeah. me. No, yeah,
3: no offense to Marty or Burn yeah. or, or, or anybody. You know, <laughs> let me let me start by saying that not going to happen. David, don't tell yourself. Let me sorry. let me give my reasoning here. First off, David, fantastic guy reached out to me. Nothing but love to the guy. David was the first emergency goalie to win a game of hockey, right? That's a story. I on the other hand am the first emergency goalie to lose a game of hockey. <laughs> It does oh, not sell Disney tickets, what, guys. What maybe
1: Sony. Than maybe Sony. <laughs> <laughs> they keep taking losses with the uh, Marvel
3: movies. So, it's, look, look it, uh, Just, just being open with you guys. Look, I gave, I gave everything I, I, had, and you know, I'm. I, I think I played well. The goal I gave up was, was a tricky one. You know. Um, I mean, it, by by a professional hockey player, like right. yeah, sure. somebody I mean, who does it for a living. It was <laughs> Jason Dickinson, right? I, I believe,
2: right? Oh. Uh, Robo. It was Robo. Oh, Jason Dickinson. Robinson.
3: Sorry, yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. My my mistake. Um, and you know, he's got 40 goals on the season, and it it took a bounce off the defenseman's stick and changed direction. Now, I I, I don't want to sound like I'm shifting the onus here if it went past me it's my job to have it right but you know tricky it was a tricky shot and i i don't know even if i did it again what i would do differently in that situation i was halfway through a push and the puck changed direction and went through my five hole um are, are there goalies in the nhl that would make that safe? probably yeah, yeah. I've, i have i have i have no problem saying that I am, I'm not an NHL level goalie, but I, I gave everything I've got. And at the end of the day, I, I didn't come away with a win, but I, I tried my very hardest for and that's
1: That's all that matters. And like, at the end of the day, like I said, and we've said a couple times, you essentially got to live out the dream of hundreds of thousands of kids that watch the sport and, and just say, one day I just need one shot. And you got it. And that's something that you can take it without forever. I mean, Eminem wrote a song
2: about you, man. Like, you you, you (laughs) gave it one shot, man. What opportunity? I
3: I, I feel you. I mean, you you know, and it was, it was, I loved every minute of it. So don't, I'm not trying to sound like a detractor. I'm just, I just want to talk about it openly. You know, it was, it was, it was quite a tricky game to get thrown into, I would say, not just because, you know you're you're playing against the stars who are a playoff caliber team but the stars absolutely had to have that point right you know so th- th- they were they were coming hard and I, I have to give all the props in the world to the ducks who played quite possibly the most incredible game or period of defense i've ever seen in my life they were they were on top of everything yeah. um, but you know it was it was um, It was a tricky one and to to come in and not be allowed a couple warm-up shots i think both and not not upset with the refs but i think i think the the other two emergency goalies when they came in were each given i think a pile of five pucks just to get dialed in right i wasn't allowed that so you know my the first shot i i took was but again, correct me if I'm wrong. It was a slap shot from hints, yeah. right? So
2: you're just thrown into the fire,
3: yeah. <laughs> essentially. Uh, did, did I mean, win? It
2: sounds like you had like the beer league warm up. Like that's about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Look, and, and I, know, I know there are a few people who are who are disappointed with the way the game turned out, and uh, some of them blame me. And to, to those people, I can I can only apologize from the bottom of my heart. But I to them. I would just like to say that I really did give it everything I've got. So, um, yeah, I don't think all I, don't, I can
1: do. I think I speak for, for everyone in the hockey community when I say there's outside of those people that say that there's no apology needed because if you get that opportunity, it doesn't matter who's on the front of your chest. It's you're in the NHL, and that's all that matters. So, it's an extremely uh, amazing story. Um, I think we only have like one or two more questions. I think those
0: people can eat an entire bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. It's
1: Patrick is sassy.
3: Uh, for the record, I understand they're them being upset. Right. I, I I do. I mean, it's 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 tough to lose in any situation, and for it to be a strange situation. I, mean, I tried. Yep. I tried for you guys. Yep. I really did. So that's all that matters.
1: know what those people can't say they played in an NHL game so let me ask you this before we we come to the last question because we have a couple of of go-tos but at the end of the game you were named the third star and and you had the entire stars roster essentially on the ice come up to you and and talk to you what was that like and do you remember any specific person or anything that they said or was it all just like this is so much, so much right now?
3: Um, uh, to be honest, everybody was s- super nice. Yeah. I-, I remember everyone being super nice, but I don't, I don't remember much at all from the night. I don't. Once, once the game got going, honestly, I felt a little bit better. But it was almost like tunnel vision, but for the ears, if you know what I mean. Right, like right. nothing nothing was literally going in occasionally you know there'd be a whistle and i'd skate around and i'd see i'd see somebody either giving me a big thumbs up or a big thumbs down yeah. it was it was a little 50 50 there so um but no the, the stars guys were all amazing and uh couldn't have been more um yeah you wouldn't know i studied journalism from my terrible vocabulary would you um, but, but couldn't have been more gracious in, in having me. Um, yeah. and, and the Ducks guys, absolute legends. Yeah, um, I, they, they treated me like I'd been part of their team for a, a whole year, despite the fact they didn't know me from anybody else. So,
1: Well, I mean, it was an awesome experience, like I told you before, and like we said at the beginning of the podcast, Patrick and I were at an Americans game, ironically enough, and when we had saw the rumblings of it, I mean, our eyes both lit up, and it was just – it's a, its an extremely awesome story. It's an extremely humbling, like, experience to, to have you here. But uh, the most important question, we are named Wada Hockey. I, I don't know if you've heard of a restaurant here in, in Texas called Whataburger. Uh, do you have a specific Whataburger order? Uh, do you get to eat it that often, or is it something that you just get every once in a while?
3: So I – I have been watching my diet incredibly carefully over the last two years I've uh, I got I got into to going to the gym a lot more and yeah. you know so I, I haven't had it in, in a little while but it is absolutely the uh, honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich Well
1: if you guys have anything else I mean that's that's the most important question I- of them all. <laughs>
2: I mean, it is like a staple to the show, too, though. You kind of deflected this, the question uh, by saying they won't, but who does play you uh, whenever they make the story about you?
3: I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, oh, I didn't so, hear so, that
1: quite right. I, so who, obviously, with, with the air situation at Disney, but someone, but say someone does come calling, Yeah. who would you want to play
3: you in a movie? Oh well, I think I think the obvious answer is is Tom Holland, right? I was I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that exact thing. Um, I, 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 I I I love the guy. Uh, I, I I watch his interviews and he just seems so relaxed and funny and just just everything I would love to be. So um, I think I think he's a little shorter than me though. Maybe <laughs> maybe we can get They've got, they've got, camera yeah, guys. They've, got they they've
1: got wedges. They got They got wedges. Well, I think that's a perfect answer because honestly, when I wrote that question down, I was like, "Tom Holland would be perfect for this." One hundred percent, yeah, absolutely perfect, no doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, if you guys don't have anything else, I, I, that's that's all we got. Uh, we have a, we all have our own specific sign-offs. Uh, it doesn't have to be life-changing or world-altering, but if you were to have a sign-off, what would it be?
3: Oh my goodness! You're, you're 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 exposing my greatest of many of many weaknesses, but my greatest weakness is a lack of creativity. Don't do this to me, guys. Uh, What's what? I mean, you went to SMU. I did. I did go to SMU. Yeah. You could say you could say pony up. up. <laughs> yeah, right, I can do that. I can do that. All right, pony up. It is. Well,
1: if you guys don't have anything else, Patrick, let him know. Yep. Yeah, stay sassy always. And uh, stay moist. And don't, for any reason, even if the Anaheim Ducks ask you to play
3: goalie, forget your Kermit tattoos. And, of course, always pony up. (laughs) There it is.